and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. I hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories, and I am your host, Fred. And this week we have the conclusion of the story we've been hearing um, so far in November. Um, it's part of Chatterfest called The Dead Girl. Um, the Dead Girl, part three, um, three or three, and uh, this time... Uh, we have learned a lot about um, Father Hugh, a priest who has lost his faith, become quite a drunk, and um, really uh, believes coldly in logic and reason, even though he is supposedly a man of faith. But now things are getting a little weird for him. Um, several misdeeds landed him in the town of Bloody Springs, Louisiana. He's been investigating the disappearance, death, and oh, the resurrection of a dead girl, Annabelle Sykes. Um, we've learned much about his past, about how um, much of what made him famous, uh, this miracle was actually just a lie, um, and how that turned him down the dark side of uh, drinking and caterwauling, um, though he is a priest. And, but despite his best efforts to drown himself in the bottom of a bottle, uh, Father Hugh is beginning to realize that the supernatural situation they are in is far, far too real. Um, that was when sna- snakes uh, landed at um rained down from the town onto the town um as part of the last episode and that's where we pick up now the big pile of dead snakes in the ground and this mysterious dead girl uh talking about the end of days and the man uh being the water man who uh threatens um the end of an age enjoy the thrilling conclusion episode three the dead girl the need for religion is human just as the need for science is divine. Both are brutish and dead. And in the end, the human and the divine must learn both arts. For there are three things that cannot be hidden for long. The sun, the stars, and the truth. Chatterbox Audio Theater presents The Dead Girl. An original production written by Kyle Hatley. Episode 3, The Man Who Carries the Water. The storm has cleared. Dawn creeps over bloody springs like a sickness. The clouds chop up the sky and the rising sunlight sneaks through like ghosts escaping from the heavens. After a night of horrifying screams and no sleep, I've stolen away to the hill near the river. That overlooks the town. Looking down on Bloody Springs is a truly devastating sight. Roofs caved in, windows broken, trees uprooted, and at least a dozen men shoveling green squiggles into heaping piles and wheelbarrows. My head throbs and it feels as if my brain is drowning in a sea of whiskey, stinging and nauseous. Turning my sight from the town to the river behind me, a calmness washes over me. How long has it been since I've seen the sunrise? The new light usurping the dark. The river, like black mercury, runs smoothly, quiet and thick. Hundreds of weeping willows bow over its crooked, wide path. I'm drawn to it for some reason. Father Hugh? Father Hugh. Hello, Bradley. What's the forecast today? 80% chance of lizards? What are you you doing up here? Oh, you know, hiding. What? How'd you find me? Everyone's looking for you. Why? Why? St. Stephen's. Something weird is happening. Yeah, what now? Are the statues bleeding? No, no, it's the crucifix. It's been ripped down from the wall and Jesus is missing. What? Yeah, just gone. And there's something else. What? It's Mary. What about her? You, uh, you have to see it to believe it.
Inside St. Stephen's, a dozen or so people stand like statues, frozen and cold at the sight before them. The large crucifix lies crooked against the altar. Blood runs down the hard white pearl of the cross and spreads into purple capillaries on the old wooden floor. All eyes fall on me, and then I see her. A timid pilgrim am I, that Christ himself be nigh. But the river's part be the river's power, and such be a Christian's fallen hour. It's the same song, Father Hugh. Look, Father so Rose, what happened? Will Christ I don't know. Sing to his what? Rest. Why is she covered in blood? And the rocks will Her bury our like Savior's broken, breast. Father. The but water man will drown us all with his pitcher. Goes into a fit or something. Look, does she have a history of, of drinking or, or because no, fish no, belong beneath the sea, and when her the water man finds strong. you, not as of last night. What do you mean? She spoke to me about her faith, and she was drunk. What'd she say? That she has doubts. Look, I want to try to talk to her. No, no, Father Hugh, please. It took a great deal of effort to calm her last time. She started clawing her face and punching the windows. Please, just just, just let her be. Punching windows? She kept saying that she was sent here to destroy the foundation of Jesus Christ. Okay, has has she said anything else? About what? About the cross? About this? You think she did this to St. Stephen's altar? Shall fall. Father Hugh, we need to talk. No, I need to speak to her. Why? I want to know if I did the same thing to St. Andrew's altar. Father Hugh, please. Mary? No, the rivers shall not overflow you. Oh, they Mary. shall overflow Mary. you. They Wait, shall. Mary, Jesus, what are you doing? No, Mary, stop. Mary, stop. Mary, stop. Mary, stop. Mary stop. Hold on. Stay no, still. Stay no, still. Calm down. Calm down. Just Mary, calm down. Just take it easy, okay? Help me. Just help me. Hold on to her. Hold on to her. It's okay. It's okay. Mary, look what happened here last night. What did you you see, did you do this to the altar? Let the river's part be the river's power Mary, and such. Damn it, just... Mary, answer me. <laughs> that girl is evil, Father Hugh. That girl is no longer welcome here. Annabelle, M- Mary, why is she evil? She's not welcome here anymore. She's not okay, welcome okay, okay, here. Okay, okay, Mary, Mary, just tell me why she's not welcome here anymore. She doesn't belong anymore. But why, Mary? It's not my mission to tell you, Father Hugh Brooks. What, what is your mission, Mary? To kill her again. To rip her to pieces. Mary, what are you... I don't want to kill little Annabelle, Father Hugh. Mary, what are you saying? I didn't want to, but he made me. He made me hold her under the water. He said it was my mission. Oh, my God, Mary. Oh, my God. Now he wants me to kill her again. To rip her to pieces. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's calm down here a minute. Okay, Mary. Mary, why is it your mission to kill her? Because the water took her. And then he gave her back. Who, Mary? Who, who gave her back? Jesus. She belongs in the water. We all do now. Mary, listen to me. I want you to tell me the truth, okay? Did you take the crucifix off the wall? Did, did you remove Jesus from the cross? I don't know what I've done. I've failed him, Father no. Hubrooks. Who have you failed, Mary? He'll come for you too, Father Hubrooks. He'll come for you soon. Who, who Mary? The water man. What? The, what? The waterman will drown us all, and when the waterman finds you, he's the last man you'll see. Father Hugh? Yes, Mary. I feel. What? What is it, Mary? You can tell me. I feel like a werewolf. What did you say? Father Roche. Father Roche. Alice, what, Father, what is it? you got to see this, Father Roche. What's wrong? They're, they're, they're everywhere. Who, Alice? The press. Ah! 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 Ah!
Louisiana is quite shaken up about this whole event. There will be official repercussions the major The street is swarming with them. Television crews, cameras firing away, vans scattered in the alleys, trucks with their accordion antennas stretching up toward the gray and golden sky, all of them chattering ruthlessly like a gaggle of angry geese. Dear God. Father Hugh. Father Hugh, they're going to find out about Annabelle. What are we going to do? Take me to her, Father Roche. Take me to her now. Most of Bloody Springs is still suffering the power outage from last night, and the hospital is operating entirely on backup. Inside, the halls are empty and half-lit. We've been waiting for an hour to see Annabelle. The tests, the files, the entire case of Annabelle Jean Sykes is now under the supervision of Dr. Thomas Slattery, whom Roche is now harassing for the third time to no avail. A light at the other end of the hall hums and randomly blinks on and off. I look down at my own hands, swollen but healing. I, I peel off the bandages to find that my cuts are now a series of scars and scabs crisscrossing the skin of my knuckles, fingers, and palms. A great quaking ache envelops my head, and I almost throw up. I, I collect myself and shake it off, but the wooziness remains. Father Hugh Brooks! Oh, hello? Father Hugh Brooks! The voice seems to come from down the hall, but, but it also seems to come from the other room. My, maybe it did come from the other room, but, but it sounded like it came from the ceiling or the floor, or maybe it came from my head. Hello? Hello? Who's there? There will be blood before there, there will, will be water. Hello? One by one, Father Hugh Brooks, they will destroy themselves. Who are you? The new is coming, Father Hugh Brooks. What? What is coming? Answer me. Father Hugh, are you okay? Yeah, 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 I'm fine. Uh, and? It's not going to happen today, Father Hugh. This is bullshit. He's been telling me the same thing for four days. Where is he? The doctor, where is he? I want to speak with him. He's busy. Look, where is he? Excuse me. I'm going to have to ask you to calm down. Look, I demand to see Annabelle Sykes. Sir, please lower your voice. What are you hiding? Father Hugh, right? While I would love to allow Annabelle visitors, I'm afraid that just isn't possible. We're here to help. <laughs> Father Hugh, I doubt that anything you could say or do would help her. Well, when will she be allowed to have visitors? Father Roche, you know as well as I do that we are dealing with a case of the extraordinary. I cannot give you an estimate on her recovery. I'm sorry, but you'll just have to wait. All right, fine. Father Hugh? Doctor, can you tell me one thing? The blood collected from the holes in her wrists, was it her own? Father Hugh... But please, answer the question. I'm afraid I can't answer that. Because it's not her blood, is it? I'm not at liberty to answer specific questions. Why not? Questions. Because her blood work, DNA, brain activity, reflexes, none of them are accurate, are they? Father Hugh, please... None of it is human, is it? <laughs> I'm afraid you've been watching too many horror movies, Father Hugh. Annabelle Sykes is damaged, yes, but she is healing. This is not a miracle, Father Hugh. And this is not a circus. Please take your concerns elsewhere. Tell me about her blood. Father Roche, I'm afraid I can't waste any more time listening to this nonsense. Be sure that this lunatic doesn't find his way to the press. If you'll excuse me. Damn it! Uh, Father Hugh, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine to my head. I... I need to sit down. You, you need a rest, Father There's Hugh. There's no time. You need to lie down. There's no time. What are you thinking? 
What if Annabelle Sykes has the stigmata? A sure sign of its mark is not the presence of gashes or holes, but the blood that bleeds from the wounds. A true stigmata would bleed the blood of Jesus Christ. Son of God, Lamb of the world, the, the Savior. But the doctor said... It doesn't matter what the doctor said. Did you see his eyes when I asked him about the blood work? Look, I'm not feeling well. I, I need to get back to the rectory. Okay, 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 okay. This is... This is big, isn't it? I mean, this is the real thing, isn't it? I, I don't know. But we need to see her, Father Roche. The answers lie with the girl. So what are we going to do? There's only one man that can help us get to Annabelle. Who? Father Vinci. I'm dreaming again. I'm by the river and there are voices all around me. I find myself stepping close to the water. Father Hugh, come down into the water with us. We're all here. We're waiting for you. What do you want from me? I want you to accept what you know is coming. I don't know what you're talking about. The new is coming. The new what? You're the only one that can save me. But you have to accept it. I don't understand. You have to save me, Father Hugh. Where are you? We all have to accept it. Please, I don't understand. He's coming for all of us, Father Hugh. He's coming soon, Father Hugh. Soon. Who? I'm expecting you tonight, Father Hugh. Leave me alone. Wake Wake up, up, Father Hugh. Leave me alone, please. Father Hugh. Father Hugh. Just a minute. Father Vinci, thank you for coming. This had better be good. Father, we... we... I see a lot's happened since your arrival, Father. You... Yes, yes, sir, it has. Father Rocher tells me you need my help. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, explain. All right. Uh, all right, Father Vinci, uh, a little girl drowned in the river a, a mile from here, okay? The coroner's report prior to the autopsy indicates that she had been dead for three days. During the autopsy, she she came back to life. A couple of days later, we, we meet with her father, who told us that she, she, she'd been describing things that, well, that, that, that gave me cause for concern, and, and she'd been quoting things, source material, information that, as far as I know, is unattainable to a 12-year-old. And Mr. Sykes, her father, he, um, yesterday, Look, uh, he stuck a gun in his mouth, and he pulled the trigger right in front of us during our meeting. He lost control. He was screaming and, and, and singing this song, and, and, and then yesterday, it... Snakes fell from the sky during a large storm. It rained snakes, Father Vincent. And then this morning, a, a parishioner of St. Stephen's... A good, solid woman. ...known for her faith, for her... Her kindness, her, her, her heart, her, her This morning, soul. she was she was found inside the church. She, she was, was a little out of her wits. She was breaking windows with her fists. Okay, a lot out of her wits. The wit. crucifix was taken off the wall. And Jesus was missing. And I've been having these strange nightmares. Enough. And... Is this some kind of sick joke, Father Hugh? Father Roche? No. No. No, you're trying to sell more books, Father Hugh. Sir, please. And yet, for all your cold logic and reasoning, Father Hugh, I'd have thought this would be just the kind of material you'd laugh at. Do I look like I'm laughing, Father Vinci? Watch your tone, Father Hugh. Sir, please, he's telling the truth. I don't... This is preposterous. I don't believe you. Fine. Maybe you'll believe this. This is the autopsy tape of Annabelle Sykes. She was dead for three days before this examination. The truck is drawn, and we will now begin the incision along the victims of uh, the deceased lower truck. Oh, my God. Have I got your attention now? Okay. 
Okay, where is she? The hospital. We have to see her, Father Vinci, before the press gets to her. Which could be any minute now. That's where you come in. Father Hugh and Father Roche again. The answer is still no. Please, if you'll excuse me. Excuse me. Dr. Slattery, is it? Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Bishop Dominic Vinci. Bishop Vinci? Yes, that's correct. I see. I'm sure you have a protocol to follow regarding your special patient, but I can assure you that we have a protocol regarding ours. Bishop Vinci, I understand that these men, Father Roche and Father Hugh, have requested to see Annabelle Sykes. Yes, they have, and they have been denied three times. She's not stable enough for... She's not ready for visitors, Bishop Vinci. The autopsy indicates the primary signs of the stigmata. Bishop Vinci, you can't possibly believe in the stigmata, can you? What an idiotic question to ask a bishop, Dr. Slattery. Now, do I need to go back to the rectory and call up Congressman Brignoli and Dr. Isbell, who are both parishioners of mine, and tell them that two of my priests were denied access to a hospitalized patient, especially given the bizarre and, might I say, biblical events of the past week? Bishop Vinci, please, you have to understand, we are still working extremely hard with Annabelle. Things are not... Not as they seem, Dr. Slattery. No, they are not. You've had your chance. Science has had its chance. And since this has failed to yield any answers, perhaps religion will triumph. (laughs) Oh, is that funny, Dr. Slattery? We work in two very different fields, don't we? Yes, sir, we do. Well, then, as a man of science, I'm sure you can respect the process of elimination. Let us run... Our test, if you will, and we'll see what surfaces. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't allow entrance. Very well. Father Roche, Father Hugh, let's go back to the rectory. I have some phone calls to make. And maybe we'll stop and talk to the press on the way. Father Hugh, that is a great idea. I'm sure Congressman Brignoli and Dr. Isbell would prefer to hear about my complaints on the news. I'm sure Adrian Krause is still around. She's dying for an interview. Oh, is she... Is she still with the Picayune Herald? Yes, she is. That's right. Oh, and I'd be happy to give a statement at the press conference this evening. The St. Stephen parishioners need to be in the loop. And I think CNN just got into town. Oh, is that right? Wow. So this is national now, huh? The snake thing? Well, wait till they all find out about this little girl and her peculiar recovery. Uh, resurrection? Oh, yes, yes. Of course, resurrection. That'll sell more papers, won't it? Easily. Yes, I'm sure stirring up a shitstorm with the press is a more suitable way to go about this. Yes, well, let's go. We've got a lot of work to do. Wait. Okay, fine. You have ten minutes. Well, now, Dr. Slattery, it appears you're not as stupid as you look. This way, please. The sectioned-off wing where they're keeping Annabelle is as out of power as the rest of the hospital. Dr. Slattery leads the three of us down a twisted set of corridors, and finally, at the end of a dark hall, a dense glow escapes from the crack beneath a door far ahead. I'll be back in ten minutes. Doctor, you didn't answer my question about the blood from her wounds. I'm not comfortable sharing that information with anyone at this point. It's not hers, is it? Doctor? No. The blood was not hers. Dear God... Actually, based on her prior medical records, the blood currently flowing in her body doesn't belong to her either. Doctor, if you will excuse us. Please, try not to excite her. It's, um, difficult to control. Thank you, Doctor. I take a deep breath and let it out. And there before us lies Annabelle Jean Sykes, the dead girl. 
She's sleeping. There is a comfort in her breathing. The room is partially lit, mostly from a weak lamp in the corner of the room and the dozens of monitors connected to her little body. Above the headboard, centered on the wall, hangs a crucifix. And though this symbol has meant nothing to me for decades, a surprising peace washes over me. Should we wake her up? Take off her bandages. Oh, my. No, my boy. What is it? She's bleeding. Oh, Jesus, there's a lot of blood in here. You need to get the doctor in here. Oh, my God. Father Hugh called for the doctor. She's bleeding a lot, Father Hugh. Oh, my God. Do you hear that? Father Hugh called for the doctor now. Quiet. Do you hear that? It sounds like... Water. Oh, my. Dear God. Hello, Father Hugh. I've been waiting for you. Hello, Annabelle. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed Why are you scared, Father Hugh? No, I'm, I'm not scared. Liar! You've told so many lies, Father Hugh Brooks. Your sins are dark and buried in you. Unconfessed. Uh, I have nothing to hide. Before the end of the age comes, Father Hugh, all will be forgiven if you repent. I have nothing to repent. Kneel down before me. Who are you? Kneel and confess. Father Hugh, do not kneel before her. The new is coming, Father Hugh. Soon. Very soon. Oh my God, she's bleeding everywhere. And you are the chosen defender of the age. What does that mean? Me, Kneel Kneel down down and confess your sin to your God. False prophets have many faces, Father Hugh. Reveal your darkness and let the eyes of God receive you. She is not of our father. She is of the beast, Father Hugh. The blood. Father Vinci, the blood. It's everywhere. He who carries the water is coming. Who is he? Cleanse yourself, Father Hugh. Father Ro- Who is this man? What is that sound? Do you hear that? Do you hear Father Hugh Brooks. Ah, go away! What is going on? Help me, Father Hugh. The girl belongs with me. What's what? happening? My father wanted to have it out of the name that came to Paul. Please, Father Hugh, please don't let him in. The girl belongs in, in the, the water. water. Don't let him in, please. Silence! Ah! Oh, what, are you, what are you doing to her? Stop it. Stop it. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Father Wolf, calm down. I'm slipping. I can't even stand up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Father Hugh, look. The door. Water seeps under the crack of the door into the room, suffusing with the blood on the floor. A weird mixture gathers beneath our feet, and the room grows cold. Our breath fogs with every exhalation, and the door, the door seems to bend inward toward us. Let me in, Father Hugh. Who's out there? Father Hugh, who's on the other side of that door? It's him. Who? The one they've been singing about. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready. The water man. Father Rose, hear me. No, no, Father Rose, don't listen to anything he says. No. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Why are you afraid? I will grant you peace, Father Rose, in my kingdom, if you will let me in. Let me in, Father Rose. My time is coming. Father Roche, do not No, I can't do that. No, please. Father Roche. Father Roche, Remains, you've Roche, got to stop. Father, oh, oh, Father Roche, Father Roche, speak to us. And though the rivers shall not overflow you, they shall overflow you. 
They shall! No, Jesus, get away from her! Try the rope, stop! They shall overflow! Get away from her! Timid pilgrim, am I? What's he doing? That Christ himself be nigh! He's he's ripping Jesus off the cross. But the river is part me, the river's power. And such be a Christian's fallen hour. Father Roche? Now kill the girl, Father Roche. No! The water man will drown us no. all. Father Vinci, kill her. I need to confess my sins. What? Kill her. Please. No. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. Your God's time is ending. Save me. It's been me. 25 years since my last confession. Ah, get out of my head. That's it, Father Roche. Fight it down. Save me. Father Vinci, I need you to concentrate on my confession now. In 1982, I watched my friend, Father Bobby Cole, sacrifice his life for mine. Get out! And when that same choice was placed in my hands, I was too weak to sacrifice myself. Save me. And then another life was sacrificed. The life of a child's mother. Her blood is on my hands. With his and, and my bucket. work with the boy Please, was no. a lie. We too shall fall. I bore false witness on the account for which I am because best known. Every day sea. of my life since that day, I have lied about who I am and thus deceived my own faith. Rip the pieces. And I have you. denied you, my Lord God, Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Lamb of God. I ask you for forgiveness and for strength to do your work here on earth as it is in heaven. The last man you'll ever see. Amen. Amen. Your sins, Father Hugh Brooks, are forgiven. forgiven. Is it? Is it over? Father Roche? Father Roche? Father Roche? Answer me. Wait. No. No. Father Roche? No! 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is she all right? Annabelle. Annabelle, can you hear me? Please, Annabelle, say something. Say something! They'll be coming for me. Who? Who? <coughs> all living beings. No, I don't understand, Annabelle. Why? <coughs> you have to protect me. How? Take me to the church. Okay, Father Vinci, help me carry her. What about Father Roche? He's, he's, he's not Just moving. leave him! You... <coughs> you have to forgive Father Roche. But he, he stabbed you. He hurt you. It was not his work. But his weakness that has hurt me. Who are you, Annabelle? I am the end of the age, Father Hugh Brooks. I am the end of the age. Walking through Main Street won't be an easy feat. The press is everywhere. Portable lights powered by generators have become the new street lamps in the dark, powerless town. And the reporters strike like cobras. I carry Annabelle, wrapped in a hospital blanket, with Father Vinci leading the way. Excuse me, excuse me. Are you Father Hugh Brooks? Uh, please, miss, we're in a hurry. Can you tell us why you're here in bloody streets? I have no comment. Is it true you're here investigating last night? No night's comment. Night? Have you applied the theories you and Professor Haviland developed in your books? Is he working with you on the investigation? Look, I haven't spoken with Professor Haviland in 17 years. Please, no more questions. Father Brooks, would you care to comment on the many churches across the world whose altars have been vandalized? Excuse me? Across the world? Yes. Is there anything you would like to say to that? How, how many accounts have there been? Well, I don't have a number, but the word is it's happening to every church. Oh, my God. What do you believe it means, Father Brooks? Oh, my God. No. No, no, not you, not now. No, please. Father Hugh? What do you mean, Father Brooks? Not now what? The end of the world? Is this a sign of the end of times, Father Brooks? 
Father Brooks. Answer the woman's uh, no. question. I, I can't. Well, you can't what? Father Hugh, who are you talking to? Are you all right, Father Hugh? You know the answer to her question. What question? Is it the end of the world? Do you believe this is a sign for the end of the world, Father Brooks? No. <laughs> no? Well, what do you believe is happening? Go on, Father, you tell her. Tell her what they can't possibly know, but what they will all soon come to know. Just leave me alone. Father Brooks, what happened to your hands? The new is coming, and you can't stop it. The night is old, Father Hugh, and the dawn quickly approaches. Father Brooks, what happened? Get her away from me! Father Hugh, let's go, come on. You will see the dawn before them all, Father Hugh. You and the girl. But which will you choose? I've already made my choice. <laughs> but will it matter? It is inevitable. Your choice won't make a difference. What does that mean? What does that mean? Father Brooks. Father Hugh, let's go. Are you all right, Father Brooks? Look, listen, I need you and every other reporter off the streets and out of this town immediately. Can you tell me why, Father Just Brooks? get these people out of this town. Inside St. Stephen's, the atmosphere is that of a vigil. Candles lit and flickering like stars on the earth. Vinci is hovering over Annabelle on the pew nearest me. Alice, whose face is bleeding, stands over Mary, who appears to be tied up. I approach Bradley. What happened? I was just about to ask you the same thing. What the hell is she doing Look, here? I, I don't know, Bradley. She wasn't safe at the hospital. Well, we're not fucking safe with her here. Watch your mouth, Bradley. We are in a church. Are you telling me to watch my mouth? Correct me if I'm wrong, Father Hugh, but weren't you the one denying God's existence last night before it started raining fucking snakes? I said, watch your mouth, Bradley. Things have changed. Alice, what happened to your face? Mary, she started having one of her, her fits again, and she, she grabbed hold of me and... She tried to kill her, Father Hugh. She kept screaming that Annabelle was sent here to bring about the end of the world. Father Vinci, how's she doing? I'm not comfortable with her being here, Father Hugh. What if, what if she's the Antichrist or something? Bradley, shut up. She is not the Antichrist. Well, then what the hell is she? An impression of the age, most likely. Adrian Krauss? Who the fuck let her in here? I did. Oh, and uh, you might want to watch your mouth, Father Hugh. We are in the church. Don't worry, Father Hugh. I'm here to help. Just get out of here. You're so rude to your fans. Look, I doubt a story for the Picayune Herald could help anything going on in this town. Just get out. She doesn't work with the Picayune Herald, Father Hugh. That was just a little old lie. She works with me. The voice came from the dark wing of St. Stephen's. And out of the darkness, an all-too-familiar and frightening face emerges into the faint glow of the altar. Conrad Haviland? Hugh Brooks, it's been a long time. What are you doing here? Conrad Haviland, this, isn't this the guy that wrote the book with you? Yes. And of all the many places in the world, bloody Springs, Louisiana, <laughs> the gods do work in mysterious ways. What's he talking about? How did you find me? I've got confidants all over the globe. See, Father Hugh, for the last 25 years, I've been searching, waiting, combing the earth for signs. And when Miss Krause here heard tale of a little girl who'd been dead for three days in a river, only to come back to life, I had her gather all the information she could. And of all the people she could have run into, an old friend and collaborator, you. <laughs> oh, it couldn't be more perfect. You knocked my theories for years, Hugh, for years. And they are now happening. Look, have you come to gloat, Conrad? That's not your style. No, no, this was never about you. <laughs> I've come to bear witness. Bear witness to what? The end of the age. 
Imagine what this means, Hugh, you, and I. And these people here are alive for this moment. This moment of convergence between the heavens and earth. The divine is intervening here on earth among the human. This is everything we used to daydream about, fight about, ride about. We will actually get to know what it means to be in the eyes of God. He is sending us a new deity, a new hope, a new savior, and it will cleanse us all that is rotten and tread upon by Christianity. It's the perfect creation, really. The marriage of science and religion. And the answers were right in front of us the whole time. All we had to do was look up. New God? Father Hugh, what's he talking about? Bradley, Alice, do not listen to this. There is in our history a very powerful symbol that is the oldest conceptual image in human history. The sign of the zodiac, representing the sun as it makes its yearly pass through the twelve major constellations, all servants to the one true symbol of God. Conrad, stop it. The sun, the light, the light, the creator of all things. People need peace, Conrad, not fear. What I am preaching is not that of fear, Hugh. It is of an inevitable divine evolution, and it has been happening throughout the course of human These history. Are good Christian they people. They need to know who they serve now. It's still up to them who they serve. <laughs> no, not anymore. Are you saying that the, the sun is God? It is the symbol, my boy, of the unseen creator. It is God's eye. I don't understand. It doesn't matter, Bradley. You don't need to know anything that he's talking about. It's they do need to know. Ancient civilizations knew it before we did. We know this, my friends, because of this symbol, this zodiac. They used it as a way of tracking stars, which allowed them to anticipate seasons, eclipses, full moons, all by the recognition of the constellations at a specific anticipated time of the year. But there is something known as the Great Year, the procession of the equinoxes, the ages, the new God. New God. When the sunrise on the morning of the spring equinox brings forth a different sign of the zodiac, the new age begins. Conrad, please. Do not interrupt the word, Father Hugh. Who do you think you are? I am the prophet of the new God. Father Hugh. You think you're a prophet? I have been preaching this inevitability my entire life. I am as much a part of this divine evolution as the gods themselves. You're insane. I am enlightened. The Egyptians, the Mayans, the Greeks, the ancient civilizations left clues, hints, signs, symbols. Even your holy Bible gives it away. The hell it does. Behold, I will be with you to the very end of the world. Matthew 28, 20. The actual translation is not world, but eon, which means age. How long is an age? Bradley, please do not listen to this man. How long? Every 2,000 years or so. What happens then? The new assumes its rightful place at the throne. This is horrific. When Moses was on Mount Sinai receiving the law from God, what did he discover his people were doing? Worshipping a false god. The golden calf? Yes! About what eon would you say that event occurred? The age of Taurus, the bull. He brought God into their lives. He brought order and the commandments. And he told his people to kill each other in order to purge themselves for their grave and unforgivable sin, the adoration of the old God. 
A sin, Bishop Vinci, you and Father Hugh will surely be damned for if you do not accept its coming. Wait, wait, so Moses was the new God? He was the age of Ares, the ram. Moses was not the new God. He was a prophet. And so is our little swimmer over there. Annabelle? Like Moses, she was supposed to usher in the new, but the old wasn't ready to let go. They never are. What's your name? Alice. Alice. What comes after Ares? Pisces. The age of Pisces. The age of Jesus Christ. Oh, this is preposterous. You see, the age of the ram fought to remain active and did so by way of heritage. A son, his only son, the Lamb of God. Do you understand? Yes. Do not be afraid, Alice. The new is coming. What comes after Pisces? Luke 22.10. Behold, when you are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you bearing a pitcher of water. You must follow him into the house where he enters. And for the record, Bishop Vinci and Father Hugh, those were Jesus' words. Aquarius. The man with the water. Oh, what a time has seen. And what you have seen, Father Hugh, the resurrection of the second coming. What do you mean? Annabelle, she was chosen by both sides. First by the new, who chose her to be the lawgiver for the age to come. But you refused, didn't you, Annabelle? You chose the old, and so she was sacrificed to the water. But Jesus protects those who deny others in his name. Jesus, like all others before him, refused to give up. And she was chosen by him to be the second coming of Christ. Oh, my God. This is too much. This is, this is too much. What about Mary smashing the windows and tearing down the cross? We are the weapons in a war we're not even aware that is going on. She was weak and easily controlled. You, you mean sh she was possessed? When we are not in service to one God, we are prey to another. Is, is this true? Is By this... now, every church in the world bearing a crucifix no longer harbors Jesus. But time is running out, Father Hugh. The dawn is coming. And when the rising sun sheds its newborn light across the world, the new will arrive. Oh Nothing you can do will stop what is already set in motion. All you have to do is accept it. No, 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 this doesn't feel right. It feels wrong, subversive, evil. All new things are, no, Hugh. This is not a benevolent God that's coming, Conrad. This is something different, something darker. We must make way for the new. It is inevitable, and it is happening beyond your control. But the girl, she must be destroyed. No. You have to shed the old. No traces, no remaining symbol. No, I won't let you touch her. Step aside and let us have the girl or suffer for all eternity. The choice is yours. I've already made my choice. Leave this town. Very well. Adrian, kindly see to it that little Annabelle finds her death. What are you doing? The girl must be split from her whole being, cut into pieces no, and no. separated, in order to pave the way for what is to come. Step aside, Father Hugh. Father Vinci. Father Hugh, get her out of here. Bradley, come on, let's get her out of here. I don't think so, Father Hugh. What? 
I can't let you leave this church with Annabelle Sykes. You have a choice, Bradley. No, I don't, Father. You... Alice? I'm scared. I'm, I'm so sorry, Father. Now, gentlemen, please step aside. No. No. Hugh, it makes no difference what you believe this child to be. The second coming isn't uh, coming. She's already no, leaving. I can't let you hurt her. Which God will you choose to live? The one that is already dying no. or the one that will soon be born? No. Father Hugh, Father Vinci. A voice from the dead. I can assure you, little girl, you will all be forgotten. Go, Father Hugh, get her out of here. Go, get her out of here now! You will not stand in our way. Father Hugh, Brooks! Come on, you're coming with me! Let's go! There's nowhere to run, Father Hugh. Dawn is coming! Through the sea of reporters on Main Street, up the hill overlooking the town, I run as fast as I can, carrying little Annabelle. Where am I running? What am I running from? Finally, I collapse to my knees on the highest point in Bloody Springs. My legs are weak and shaking. It's cold and wet. Flashes of Guatemala attack me, and I hear voices all around me. Alter, to change. No, to no, 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 I didn't know. Oh, please, please. No! Father Hugh? Annabelle. Annabelle, I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry, Father Hugh? I failed. I failed. You didn't fail, Father yes, Hugh. Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. I'm the one that failed. No, no. I was too weak to carry it through. You're just a child, Annabelle. So was Jesus. Yes. Father Hugh? Yes. We can't run from something that will catch us. Yes. We can't hide from something that will find us. Yes. The sun will come up soon. Yes. I haven't seen a sunrise in a long time. Will you watch the sunrise with me? Yes. Below, I could hear them climbing after us, calling out to us. The voices in the dark were distant but gaining. As I stare into the pitch-black night, my eyes adjust, and before me I can see the river... The gentle gurgle of the water, the willows bowing and blowing in the cold wind. The breeze stings my face, and the ache in my head finally begins to fade. And as the sun gleams red on the horizon, showing itself as it has done for all of time, the new age begins, shining its first light on Annabelle Jean Sykes and Father Hugh Brooks. I take the hand of the old, and I hold it. The new has arrived. You have been listening to Episode 3 of Chatterbox Audio Theater's production of The Dead Girl, featuring Tony Isbell as Father Hugh, Jim Palmer as Father Vinci, Greg Bowler as Father Roche, Laurie Cook McIntosh as Mary, Kim Justice as the fortune teller, Kyle Hatley as Bradley, Karen Strawn as Alice, Shannon King as the reporter, Jamie Galliata as Adrienne Krauss, Dave Landis as Conrad Haviland, Joe Vescovo as Dr. Slattery, and Jamie Bowler as Annabelle Sykes. Also featuring the voices of John Fulgham and Robert Arnold. Music performed by Robert Arnold. Sound effects by Karen Strawn, Joe Vescovo, and Amy Noel Haygood. Produced by Andrew Sullivan. 
Written and directed by Kyle Hatley. This is your announcer, Tom Badgett. Chatterbox Audio Theater is a nonprofit, web based community theater that advances the exchange of ideas by channeling creativity and artistic collaboration into recorded audio works that enlighten, entertain, and inspire. Download all of our shows free at www.chatterboxtheater.org. And that was episode three of The Dead Girl, a work by Chatterbox Theater. We will be talking to uh, creators Bob Arnold and Kyle Hadley. Uh, next week, Kyle Hadley, the writer, um, Bob, the ex- executive producer at Chatterbox. Um, Chatterbox Theater, uh, theatered.org. They're a very prolific group. They've got all kinds of good work up there, all free downloads um, and shared with a Creative Commons license. So they are all about um, allowing you to go listen to their stuff and, and share it. Um, I just downloaded the Halloween episode myself. Can be happy to check that out as well as some of the other uh, recent works by Chatterbox. Again, chatterboxtheater.org. And next week, we'll be talking to Bob Arnold. Kyle Hadley, um, and after that, we will kick off our December schedule, which will be something completely different. I think we'll be getting a little out of the supernatural horror range for a while, go into um, different stuff, as is the nature of Radio Drama Revival, got to keep changing things up, make it a little unpredictable, showcase um, stuff um, all over the place. Um, if you can't wait for more, of course, check out the blog, radiodramarevival.com. Um, of course, there's a link to subscribe to the podcast as well as uh, different reviews, uh, discussions, um, different uh, things going on in the world of audio drama. Um, of course, there's also the Malia series by Chris Duker. See um, articles that have been up through for that review series. And why not leave a comment or two while you're up there? Kick off the conversation. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. Search Radio Drama Revival. And I'm happy to say that we have um, resolved the iTunes issue, I believe. I think things are now squared away. Um, if you are still having problems getting the feed off iTunes, drop me an email, Fred at Radio Drama Revival.com. And hey, drop me an email for any other questions you got. Uh, yeah, that wraps us up for this week. Uh, till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.